Dayline, Monday, 6th of April, 2015, folks. Well, good day, folks, and welcome to the Australia Desk for episode 344. Well, Grant, I thought we'd kick off this week by talking about our glorious regulating agency here, CASA, the Civil Aviation Safety Authority. Those little devils, they're looking at charging more money. You don't think they charge enough money to cripple our industry already? Yeah, well, just give me a sec here, mate. Just give me a sec. I've just got to drag this over here. Hang on. Ah, right, sorry. That's. Uh, I'll just get up on my soapbox here. Um, okay. Yeah. Okay. Can you hear me? I'm up on the soapbox. Hang on. I'll just move the microphone back closer. There we go. That's All right. closer now. Go for okay. it. Okay. CASA uh, have an updated cost recovery implementation statement, aka Chris. They are considering introducing a number of new fees as part of regulatory changes. And what this means, CASA are supposed to do some level of earning back. They charge back to the industry for some of their services. And uh, prices can range from $100 to $200 an hour, pretty much, depending on who's required, type of service, things like that. So they're, they're out there. Okay, I can see this from the government. There's a need to assess costs and things and you know, get some money back from industry and things, even though, of course, we're all supposed to be paying for this with our taxes, especially the fuel taxes. But the problem is that there's never really been an assessment that we're aware of, of what's going on in CASA to actually go, well, is this fee actually required? Is there a safety benefit for this process that CASA are following? Uh, is there a way that they could improve this process to actually charge less to the industry? And uh, as such, we've wound up with the Australian Aviation Associations Forum, TAF. They've released a note calling on CASA to tighten its belt, become more efficient and review those of its activities that contribute little to aviation safety. Well, looking here in this article that I'm reading, granted, in australianaviation.com.au, our favourite aviation publication, they're quoted here as saying that uh, chargeable activities in the 2014-15 financial year will be $40.8 million, returning a deficit of $25.8 million. So in other words, they believe they're only getting rough, roughly $15 million in for services they think are worth about $41 million. So uh, as you say, Grant, it'd be interesting to know how they come up with those figures. Oh, totally, mate. And this is part of the problem when you've got government departments. You know, governments are very anti-monopolies. They, they talk about, oh... No, you can't have monopolies in this environment. You must have competition, blah, blah, blah. Yet here they are with absolutely no competition and no incentive to improve. Uh, you know, if, if, if you don't have any competition, you can charge whatever you want for your services. But sooner or later, someone's going to go, I could do that for cheaper. Come along, do the same thing, but for cheaper. And suddenly either you change or you're out of business. But there's nothing like that that happens with government departments. And we're seeing that here with CASA. There's, uh, there's no focus on cost reduction. Uh, it's all on cost recovery. And as TAF have been saying, at a time when many aviation industry sectors are suffering a significant economic downturn due to the end of the mining boom, drought in two states, and a multi-decade general decline in activity, all parts of the industry have had to tighten their belts and CASA's regulatory services should not be immune. Do you know what I'm going to go and say, and I've probably said it many times over the years, Grant, one of the reasons that we've got a decline in general aviation activity is CASA. And and the char and the charges that they put on. I mean, if you if you take CASA's charges and you take Air Services Australia's charges for getting around, and then you take all the user fees at all the airports all over the place, it's a real expensive place to fly here. I mean, I've said this many times before. We don't need a government agency coming in and making it yet more expensive. That's certainly the case. Uh, you know, a lot of people can't afford it. It's too much like hard work. Why are we bothering? And that leaves fewer and fewer of us using the airways uh, to pay the fees to keep it up and running. And it's a vicious spiral down into the ground. So yeah, the, the call is out there for the uh, 
Deputy Prime Minister, who's in charge of infrastructure, regional development and so on, and thus over CASA at the moment, to uh, actually you know, get on and direct CASA to assess their actual services and see where they can trim things, where they can tighten their belt rather than just going out and pulling more money out of the stone. Yeah, well, of course, uh, you know, we've, we've had Warren Truss on the show a few times before and, you know, he's always been good to us, but then again, he's a politician and they love taxes. They love getting more money in, don't they, Grant? So, Yeah, well, who ever heard of a tax being rescinded? <laughs> exactly. Well, they, they, they did get rid of the carbon tax, Grant. That was a wonderful thing. Yeah, and then they replaced it with something. Hang on, hang on, hang on. That's a whole Hang on, move, move the soapbox over if you want to talk about that. I'll have to get yeah, on. Yeah, well, hang on, hang on, hang on. I'll get down. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we'll keep an eye on that situation, but yeah, I, I am disturbed at the idea that uh, CASA wants to make the uh, very expensive aviation sector here in Australia even more expensive. How ridiculous. Anyway, Grant, let's uh, move over to the world of the military, and it looks like the Royal Australian Air Force is getting a new DCAF, a new Deputy Chief of Air Force. That's right, mate. Uh, currently, Air Commodore Warren McDonnell, uh, who's been in charge of the Air Mobility Group, has been elevated to Air Vice Marshal and is going to become the new DCAF, Deputy Chief of Air Force, and uh, He's going to replace Leo Davies, uh, who's currently the DCAF. We've had him on the show before uh, because Leo is going to be becoming the Chief of Air Force, who is replacing the current retiring Chief, Air Marshal Jeff Brown. Who we've also had on the show before, Grant. Correct. You know, Grant, so, you know there's a there's a fast becoming a tradition in the Royal Australian Air Force. Once you become uh, promoted to uh, Air Marshal or Air Vice Marshal, they have to be interviewed by one of us. Yeah, well, I'm sure we'll get a chance to uh, have a chat with Warren. Uh, I mean, he's done pretty well. He's with Air Mobility Group. And they're doing a lot of good, uh, lot of good work with the C-17s and C-130Js and so on. So uh, absolutely, yeah. and in fact, he's had a very, very long career, according to this article here in Australian Defence Business Review, uh, flying uh, P-3s and AP-3C Orions. Uh, in fact, five thousand hours on type. Uh, he's also been the commander of Eleven Squadron, which operates those aircraft, and then going on to become a uh, commander of Ninety Two Wing back in ni- uh, two thousand and nine. Uh, he's also been uh, quite heavily involved in the deployment over there in the Middle East area of operations. So very, very. Ex- experienced operator, and I'm sure the uh, Royal Australian Air Force is in very good hands with uh, him right there at the top. Okay, now speaking of important people at the top, Grant, it looks like uh, we've got royalty here in the country. Prince Harry is here, and uh, why does this have anything to do with aviation? Well, uh, he's going to be spending a month here in Australia, uh, spending a lot of time with various uh, sections of the Army, including uh, some time with the Army's Sydney-based 6th Aviation Regiment. That would be a bit of fun. I wonder if they'll let him fly one of their Blackhawks. Well, he used to fly the Apache. He was a, a pilot gunner, sitting in the front seat, so typically operating the weapons, but also able to take over and fly as required. And uh, yeah, he arrived uh, this weekend. He flew into Sydney on a commercial British Airways flight, then took a flight to Canberra, and he's currently in Darwin. So he's been getting around on the uh, BBJs, the VIP 737 jets that we run. Yes, and he's going to be known as Captain Wales while he's here, and uh, he's going to be, uh, I'm sure, uh, doing uh, lots of uh, interesting training uh, out there with various uh, branches of the Army, and I'm sure they'll uh, have a lot of fun, and there'll be a lot of photo opportunities going on, but you know, I'd really like to see him uh, doing some flying because if nothing else, Grant, that would give us a lot to talk about here on this segment. That's for sure, mate. That's for sure. But for now, that's pretty much all the news that we've got this uh, week, isn't it? Well, there's one more thing, Grant. There's one more oh, thing. Oh, oh, what, what? Well, next weekend, folks, if you're an Australian listener, and particularly if you're a South Australian listener, well, uh, we all hope you'll be getting across to the Barossa Air Show up there in uh, Roland Flat. Uh, for those people who are listening in that part of the world, well, Grant and I are actually going to be there at the Barossa Air Show doing the air show commentary. So come along, have a laugh at us. I mean, no, no, come along and uh, have a good time. It's going to be a great show. There's going to be some amazing uh, aviation committed at the show, including a few very uh, interesting firsts. 
and uh, we're looking forward to being there. BarossaAirshow.com.au and uh, let's hope we see all, you know, as many local Australian Airplane Geeks listeners there as possible. Come on up, say hi, we'd love to meet you. Well, that's everything we have for you on this week's Australia Desk Grant. We better get packing for that air show. I'm flying Qantas, who are you flying? I'm flying over Virgin, but then I'm going to be getting a car and after the air show, I'm actually driving all the way out to Canoundra for a week up there as the safety officer and uh, met officer for the Canoundra Challenge Hot Air Balloon Competition. That's dedication for you. Never a true word spoken. Well, that's everything we've got for you this week. Until next week, I'm Steve Vischer. And I'm Grant McCarran. Cheers, folks. Let's go flying, man.